Checking, checking. Mic check, mic check. It's picking me up now. Hey. 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 I think we're there working. There we go. We're working. Hey, we might make it through this. Let's hurry up and start recording it. before it breaks on us. All right. Cool. Go for it. Go shoot loud or whatever. You're ready. You're listening to the Bay to Bay Network. <laughs> we invite people of all backgrounds to share their stories. Through nuanced conversations and forward thinking and not taking ourselves too seriously. Everyone's story matters. Every voice is important. Life is polarizing. But not everything is black and white. Come join us as we fade to gray. We are live. Wow. This is amazing. Out here in remote Charlotte, North Carolina area on the lake. Chilling with Mike Sims from Let's Be Blunt out here in Charlotte Hello, CBD. Everyone. Um with the high school with this man. This is attempt number three to yeah. get a recording with Mike. And we had actually come in person <laughs> to make this happen. Right. And this is dope. I'm so glad that I came down here and so great to see you again. Thanks for uh, having me. We've already been talking uh off camera as you're prepping, and I'm just amazed at some of the business adventures you've gotten yourself involved in and where you've come in life and um humble just to be able to sit next to you and uh i'm excited to allow our listeners yeah, to you know ask us some questions um we're going to be talking about cannabis of mainly the legal kind maybe some yeah. of the illegal kind as well just we can kinda, break down the difference too. just kind of talking about uh what it's all been like how fast things are changing um in that whole realm of of seems like people are finally coming to the awareness of the importance of not only CBD, but um, other cannabinoids and stuff, too. And, and you, you know a lot sure, more yeah. about that than I do. So um, if you guys have any questions, we can see your comments. So please go I'll ahead. Do, I'll do there. the best I can to answer any question anybody's got. But yeah, man, thanks for having me on, man. Uh, finally making it happen. Yeah, we, we tried it several other times and literally did a whole episode that didn't record. So, <laughs> but yeah, I am Mike Sims with Let's Be Blunt, uh, Omar's lifelong friend. I've known him forever. Uh, we all went to the same school. We got Will over here sitting off in, in the background, yeah, too. So, yeah, man, it was good to get back together. Um, I remember some of the last times I seen you was on this lake down the south end down there by the Blythe Landing, man. So. You know, in this oh, area, the life the, days. Yeah, yeah I remember that. I got my, my gotten a lot of trouble out there. My grandmother had a restaurant, and um, good restaurant. Yeah, too, yeah. I, but we were, we were opening it up at two o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and that's not when the um, you're supposed to be open. So yeah, sure it is. Open. That's where the best business happens. But now, <laughs> you know, the lake out here is like the what north of where we all grew up, and it's pretty much what we did all summer. So it's awesome to be out here, get out here, and do the show with you. But yeah, man, we uh here in North Carolina, we can only have hemp. And hemp, for those that don't know, is cannabis, just like we know as marijuana. It just has a THC, a Delta 9 THC content less than 0.03. Are we still alive, Emma? We're still good? So um, that was what is federally defined Yeah, as we're alive. I was just reading some of the comments. Yeah. Oh, cool. you, you keep going. Don't I was like, man, me we got issues you. already. Um, no, nah, we, we had our first question. What's up? And yes, we are on a boat. We are on the boat we are on, on the, the lake boat. if you missed that. So. I don't have my flippy floppies on, but we're on a boat. And then uh, Chris wants to know uh, where's Will and if he's wearing his mask. <laughs> <laughs> we are definitely social distance. I'm also vaccinated, but Will's over there wearing his mask for sure. 
<laughs> and then, uh, His bearded mask. We'll let you finish, and then we'll get it. We are getting some of our, our first questions, though. Yeah, so. man. Go for it. I can answer it at the same time. I'm multitask. Okay. Well, um, we have Daniel asking, well, how does CBD work uh, for federal employees? Okay. So, you know, I, I get this question a lot. We have a lot of people, not only federal employees, military, first responders, people on probation, people looking for employment, things like that. So the same deal is what the federal government is looking for. It's the same thing the employers are looking for, and that's THC levels in your urine samples, hair samples, saliva, whatever. That is THC. So we have products that are THC free. We have some products that are known as isolate. So it's just like a CBD only. And then we have something called a broad spectrum. So it has all the other cannabinoids present minus the THC. I tell people uh, the only kind of way, the only caveat to the uh, people's policies is going to your superiors, going to your boss or whatever, and then going to your doctor and telling them you want to be on a, a full spectrum CBD regimen. And a lot of times employers will sign off on it. They'll, so they'll allow some THC to be present in your urine. Um, you know, we, we have active federal marshals and military that have uh, basically sign offs from their superiors for taking these products. But do not risk it and, and, and think you're going to pass a drug test. There is THC in a lot of these products. We constantly have everything tested by a third party through Wingate University and G2 Analytical. So, um, a lot of times, even products out there that say TH free, THC free aren't THC free. So that one's out. Sorry. So, uh, so be very careful with that. But you know, definitely, a lot of these products will make you fail a drug test. So know what you're taking. Good question, though. Yeah, that was a good question and great answer. Yeah. So don't just assume that even some of the stuff at the gas station. Then you're saying, yeah. Don't just assume if you get something that right. looks like it's legal and has legal packaging and stuff. Yeah, and look, and we got a lot of gray areas in this industry. And, you know, just because you can buy it and it says legal doesn't necessarily mean it's legal. And, and really, your employer has the final say-so in that. So uh-huh. especially federal. Federal doesn't play that. Yeah. So so Daniel says it does sound like there's a lot of extra hoops than you, using this product. And maybe so. Uh, yes and no. So, you know, you just have to make sure you get the right product. Like if you go to our website, the cltcbd.com and you type in broad spectrum, we we have everything clearly identified of what has THC in it and what doesn't. But ultimately, you know, I tell people to give you a peace of mind. You can take these products and uh, I think we're good right now. You could take these products and you could go to a local drugstore pharmacy, get a, a urine test for yourself. And make sure that you're not testing positive. And most of the time, that's what employers are using are these kind of strip urine tests that these at home, the ones they sell the drugs are. But, you know, it, it, it depends on how how debilitating are your issues and how much do you need this therapy? And I tell people, if you feel like it's something that's really going to benefit you, and most likely it will, sometimes it's worth having that talk with your employer or your superior. And a lot of times you'll be surprised at the answer you get. It's kind of like that surprise element if they find tac and you haven't notified them you're getting fired but if you tell them beforehand and they sign off on it then you're good yeah that's that's a really good way of looking at it so i mean not necessarily extra hoops but communication's key you're not trying to hide anything and like i mean that coming from you know being it's it's frustrating because i think our federal employees our first line first responders our military our police our so many people that our, our essential workers are, you know, these employees that are at restaurants and bars and everything else. That's the people that need it the most right now. 
these are people facing the most kind of issues and the health risk and uh, the anxiety of the new way of doing things, having to wear masks and such. There's a lot of anxiety in the world now, a lot of mental health issues. And I feel like we could all use a little cannabis. So for sure. Uh, all right. One last uh, question for Daniel is kind of funny. Yeah. If, if Lena and Lena's uh, a friend of the podcast, she's been around for a while. She actually used to do our social media and Daniel's uh, congratulations, by the way, guys um, on your engagement and everything. So um, yeah, love is beautiful. Um, but yeah, love is beautiful. But his question is, will, uh, will it make Lena less insane? <laughs> <laughs> funny you ask. Uh, I too am married. I'm on wife number two. So, um, uh, I can tell you, CBD has done wonders for my marriage. My wife is very sensitive to THC. She does not like to be high. And she's very sensitive to the effects of it. It makes her very paranoid, very uncomfortable. However, CBD has been tremendous for our marriage. Not only the uh, kind of calming effects it has, but she had tremendous menstrual cramps uh, when we met. She would take huge amounts of ibuprofen. You can move it if you need to. Huge amounts of ibuprofen. We apologize we for got the beeping. Away from and the, the, we have to get away from the shore here. Yeah, we're, we're moving we're the boat the a boat, little bit. So apologize for the listeners for the, go forward to it. it's all good. the background so, noise. But anyway, so my wife would take a massive amounts of ibuprofen because of her menstrual cramps. And now she doesn't take any at all. She takes CBD products. She has uh, infused tampons. I know it sounds crazy. But we have infused tampons. And she takes a sublingual oil and some gummies. And... Ultimately gets through that infused we, tampons. Infused tampons. Uh, you, go, you just went right past that one, but I mean that's that's kind of crazy. To we think. even have suppositories, infused suppositories, which actually is the best way to take these products. Believe it or not, um, have you, you tried one? Uh, not not the cannabis torts, maybe, but in the past, uh, you know, I might have tried recreational things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, to be honest, how honest are we being here? I nah, mean, but, how honest do you want to be? So, so here. Here we go. I got um, a question in here from Nick. I want to jump up and I, I'm going to maybe take the first swing at it. I'm going to let you see what you think. It, it's uh, I kind of like it, um, even though I think he's trolling us, obviously. Nick, hello. Um, can I get high off the devil's lettuce and still be a Christian is is the question. You know, actually, I, I get this a lot, too. Um, you know, people ask me that uh, and there's it's directly related with religion, usually down the line of who supports legalization and who doesn't. And uh, a lot of people, religious folks are against it, but a lot of, you know, religious folks have came to me and, and kind of said that they believe that the anointed oil and things mentioned in the Bible were actually cannabis oil. And there's a lot of scholars and things that starting to believe that. And you got to believe, ultimately, if you believe in Christianity, you believe God put everything here on this earth for us, you got to believe it was meant to be. We literally have receptors in our body called the endocannabinoid receptors there's the largest system in our bodies you can google it endocannabinoid system or the ecs system we have uh two types of receptors in our body with the endocannabinoid system that literally receive these cannabinoids so our bodies receive them and it's like i tell people all other drugs cocaine opiates you name it are out of your are out of your system in one or two days where cannabis is in your system up to 30 days or more and if you think about it, your body holds on to things it uses and needs. And, you know, your body holds on to it for a reason. But as you feed these endocannabinoid receptors, you end up, you, you, you ultimately achieve what's called homeostasis. It's called the Goldilocks effects. Not too hot, not too cold. If your thyroid levels are out, your cholesterol levels, you know, here's, here's an example. I'm a 300 and now 35 pound man. I was a 350 pound man. Uh, but ultimately, 
played sports, been overweight. I had a lot of joint pain. I had, my levels were bad. My cholesterol levels were bad. I was pre-diabetic. I got on a regimen of CBD oil, and I'm still overweight. I'm currently losing weight, but uh, I just had blood drawn uh, last couple months, and my cholesterol's in great, perfect shape. My A, uh, my A1 count or whatever, my diabetic count, perfect shape. I, I have great levels for my health, for to be my size and the and the poor the poor shape I take of myself, I guess. But ultimately, man, it, it helps everything. And I didn't believe it either. I smoked weed my whole life. And I was thinking if it was going to do this, it would have done it. But we learned these other cannabinoids that we feed our body do so many other things. They help control our libido, our appetite, um, our rest patterns, our REM sleep, so many things. And we're just starting to figure out now not only what cannabinoids do, but what terpenes do for our bodies. And it's pretty incredible. Well, you went the complete oh, the, you went the complete science route with that, which which no, don't be sorry. That's great. That's a better answer than probably I would have give. I'm still gonna take a swing at it here. I mean, and maybe go more of the religious or philosophical route, and uh, just as far as like, I think yes, I think you can definitely smoke weed and be a Christian. Um, I think now it's a lot more easier than when I was smoking weed and being a Christian. Um, people may say you can't smoke weed and be in Christian leadership. I don't, I don't know. I would disagree with that as well. Um, I think it's much like anything. I mean, I, I, it's, it's a medicine first and for, foremost, and that's a lot like Mike's talking about, and he knows the science behind that. Um, and I can say just self-medicating from ADHD and stuff like that, it definitely helps me focus. I can see definite benefits but i, I mean m marijuana cannabis is just like anything you can be you can become addicted to playing xbox you can become addicted to to food you know things that might i mean xbox isn't good for you that's a bad example you can be addicted to running to food things that are actually good for you and, and, it, and it ends up being ends up being you know ends up being bad because you overdo it so i mean you have to look at, at that but i don't see how that would get in your interfere with your relationship with a so god or another being my question would be well, i don't see anything in the you, bible that how says would you, you honestly how do you feel about it how do you think i guess you can't type it all out but i would wonder why would you think it, it wouldn't make you a christian you well know? because that's the the stereotype that's the thing that's been inside christianity forever it's it's a sin, and the argument has always been, well, it, it's illegal, and so you know the, yeah, it but, says the God you have to I mean, obey slavery. The, slavery have, was legal. You have to we obey the use, laws of the land. Yeah, yeah, right, well, that was the whole right, argument. Right. And now now it's becoming where it's more legal. You know, like there's more and more states now are opening up where definitely medically they're looking at it as legal, and even recreationally. So that argument's going out the window. Yeah. So and there's no scripture that says you can't smoke marijuana. And actually, it says the opposite. It says that everything that God created is meant for our benefit. And if everything is everything, then that would include this plant. So I would or say you can 100% be a Christian and smoke. Look, and, I, and I'll be honest, man. I have seen, I am not a religious person, but I can tell you this plant has shown me literal miracles. So in some kind of way, I would say this plant is my religion because I've seen nonverbal autistic love children. Love is my religion. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I've seen nonverbal autistic children come in the store and, you know, a couple drops, a couple treatments later are, are now verbal, you know, and I've seen people literally come in with canes and walkers and walk out of my store and forgot they left them sitting there. So the, the you know, 
it's not a placebo effect, man. It's a real thing. And I've seen it. It's, it's literal miracles every day. It's the reason why I can't get enough of it, to be honest. It's, it's a lifestyle. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, good shit. And I know, I know Nick's trolling us, but that's, uh, th- those, those are great hey, we'll answers. We'll play along. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, for he, watching. He actually says, uh, he says, he says his. I think his philosophy here is drunk, drunk plus high, high equals good, good. So, and that's an inside joke for uh, for our listeners from uh, a throwback. Hey, so, to each his own. So yeah. Thou um, shalt not judge. Any any other questions? If not, I mean, we can definitely go on go on for forever. Um, we can talk about it forever. You know, we have we have Will here. I know Chris was trolling him earlier about mask. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't think we want to get into all that, but so yeah. But you know, um, North Carolina is a little different. We only have hemp here available. Uh, we are trying to get full recreation or full access, adult access. Uh, but we will have it in Virginia. We're building a eighty acre a resort, if you will, in in Virginia called Canaland. And it'll have tree houses. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Kenley. Yeah. It'll have tree houses and tiny homes and a venue for cannabis-themed weddings, uh, amphitheater for uh, concerts and things like that. But ultimately, imagine a campground, an adult campground with a dispensary and tree houses and tiny homes and a pool and a restaurant all in one place. And imagine with this rental some cannabis. See our listeners don't have to imagine that right, right. because I've already described that right. place to them right. many as times heaven, right? as, as like basically heaven. And so, and so, um, and actually we've, we're talking about having, um, a retreat at some point when things open back up and, um, we were yeah, wondering man. how to, how and to do that. This isn't a pipe dream. Like this is a thing that's really happening. The, the property has been purchased. Uh, you know, the development is happening. We've hired all the, civil engineers and all the architects and all that deal so this is a real thing right now yeah, we're beautiful thanks man it's it really is and, and it, again not religious but it feels very seren- serendipitous i feel like i'm a keeper of this plant and i feel i wish i could take credit for all these amazing things that's happened in my life but truly i've just trusted in this plant and just kind of became an ambassador and has provided amazing opportunities for my family and my friends and we've seen mad success like true crazy success and you know it's not a snake oil it's not a fly by night you know cannabis was the biggest drug in the united states prescribed by doctors 100 years ago you know and it was we all of our endocannabinoid systems are depleted and it used to be in our food supply and everything and with prohibition all that ended so a lot of things like rheumatoid arthritis and a lot of inflammation and a lot of heart disease we are now believing is probably from a deficiency of cannabinoids believe it or not and cannabinoids are not just found in cannabis by the way it's found in hops like you find in beer uh, cannabinoids are found in a lot of the foods you eat terpenes are also found Carrots, in, they yeah, like car- uh, yeah. Yep. not as in abundance but they're definitely present so cannabinoids are not just in cannabis by the way just cannabis contains the most there's 113 114 cannabinoids in cannabis currently in modern can- cannabis so and how many do they know of what it actually does to the body? Honestly, here's where most of the work and what we know, the, the scientific evidence is out of Israel because they're the only people that's allowed testing all this time. They just now started opening the doors for testing in the United States and everything is shown just off the charts positive. But 
Um, I would say they have a good, pretty good understanding of what most of them do for the body because they're found in other foods and other medications already. So we have some of the research done. But personally, I'm working with Wingate University here in North Carolina. Well, I guess that would be South Carolina, kind of on the border. But we're uh, doing studies and things. Uh, it's going to be among some of the first recognized written medical studies about how cannabinoids affect uh, pharmaceutical absorption in the liver. And it's a study that I'm going to be part of or whatever. So it's cool to be able to bring scientific backing to what we've already known, you know, our whole lives of this stuff makes you feel great. I don't know how it does it exactly, but we're now learning. So what you got? All I know is you can definitely sign FTG up for like a, a week at that camp because sure. we, we are on board. You know, we've, we haven't told a whole lot of people about it. It's like one of these things that it's, <clears throat> I call them high ideas where I get to have sessions with my friends sitting around enjoying some cannabis and you just kind of dream up the what ifs and wouldn't it be amazing one days or whatever. But ultimately now with the means and the, the lack of fear, I can just turn it, and I have a great team. Like I have a business partners and a great team with me. You dream it up, we can now just make it happen, man. It's crazy, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be something cool and impressive. There's a great deal of money going into it, and thought and uh, love. So it's gonna be something cool, man. And, and we're talking breaking ground in the next month, and hopefully being open by the fall of this year. Man, that's awesome. I, I'm I'm hella jelly over here. Seriously. Nah, man, it's all love. It's going to be all of our homes. But it will be nightly rentals, Airbnbs. You can stay for the week kind of thing. You know, every every tiny home out there is going to be cannabis-themed. So it'll be like a granddaddy perp room and like a sour diesel house. And, you know, all, it's all the culture, man. That's We're going to really kind of cheese it out. And, you know, it there'll be a, a glass wall where you can walk in and see plants growing and the processing and the packaging and everything because – We'll have to be fully vertically integrated as well. Everything we have, we have to produce ourselves. So it'll be pretty cool, man, really. Yeah, that's that's an amazing uh, – I not a pipe dream, like you said. You're breaking ground as early as in like a couple months, right? Man, we'll, we probably within a month we'll break ground. We're looking uh, – Virginia, so Virginia will be a complete adult use by 2024, uh, they say. The governor now said he wants to bump that up to 2022, uh, January 1 of 2022, but – we will have medical in Virginia by the by September of this year, so it's it's very fast moving. They they went very liberal in their past elections. Virginia has to deal with the northern part of Virginia, which is D.C., Maryland area, where they've already legalized. So it's something that they just figure you can't beat them, join them, and they're going to collect revenue, and it's it's going to be a huge boost for Virginia, like it has been for a lot of states. Yeah, we just hope that like I mean other states follow suit and I, I mean i think it's i mean inevitable like you said because they're going to keep looking at the numbers and and anytime like any of these government organizations or corporations or anything right. like that and they start looking at the numbers it makes the most sense and no doubt so well if you want to drive around too you can we ain't gotta go in reverse all time. so you know how to drive we can go wherever you guys got um yeah that was uh not the fire alarm that's sorry that's the boat starting back up <laughs> but, we just uh, keep drifting around but we but thought it'd be cool it, 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 it is yeah. getting a little it is getting a little smoky in here though. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yeah, man, it's it's afforded a beautiful life and I've met the coolest people and you know, it, it really uh, it's different from alcohol. I, I worked many years in the alcohol industry uh, as a bar, you know, in the bar, every role possible, but you see it's just such an ugly, ugly side of people. And it's just, you see the demise and, you know, you see them age and you see the drama that comes along with it. And when you work in the cannabis industry, everybody that comes to the door, even the ones that come through anxious, they come back smiling and it's a happy environment. You go in one of my stores, there's music playing, you know, there's everybody of every age, ethnicity, diversity is just incredible. It's a plant that touches everyone. You got the people in there that are fearful and, you know, they've grown their whole lives hearing it's, it's makes them not a Christian or it's a sinful or their parents taught them it's the devil itself or whatever. And they come and they try it and they realize real quick that we hadn't necessarily been told the truth all these years. You know, you've really the positive feeling and the, the euphoria that comes and the pain relief and the inflammation relief is just really incredible to see and, and to go through yourself. So. But like you said, even like with what you experienced with your wife, it's it's not for everybody. And that's the thing that people should also like. Keep, yeah, the keep high THC too, so. is not for everyone. Um, cannabinoids are. THC is a love-hate thing. I don't know many people that are like, eh, I could take it or leave it. It's like they either love it or they hate it. And usually your drinkers are the ones that hate the THC the most. Because <laughs> really what it does is it makes you have a conversation with yourself in your head and you really have to examine who you are and and where you are in life and you know i think a lot of people like to, to take things to drown out that voice where cannabis opens that voice all the way up you have a lot of conversations with yourself anybody want to hear from will like i do what do you have anything to say about this i know we were talking about the comparison to alcohol to um weed and as we heard from Nick, he likes to do, you know, combine them both and get good, good, apparently. Uh, um, people call, call that cross, cross-faded, I guess. Yeah, um, cross I, I personally like to drink, but I don't like to over-drink. The worst part about drinking is it's always hard to get up in the morning. No matter if it's just like one drink, 
I'm going to fill it the next day. And that's what's crazy. You can drink a bottle sometimes and not be hungover. And sometimes you can have one drink and just feel like dog's butt the whole next day. Right. And, and I don't feel the same way with, uh, with weed at all. Ever, so It's something, you know, I wish people that gave it a try in high school or college and had a bad experience would give it another try. And that's what I tell people. It's, it's like if you drink a bottle of liquor, you're going to have a way different experience than if you have a drink. Or a shot. Oh, and that it's used the to always drive, with drive me insane. Just like you can spend twenty dollars on alcohol and kill yourself. You spend twenty dollars on weed and you're hungry. And you you want to go buy a cheeseburger. Look, if if you know when you get an edible or you have a joint or something, nobody says you have to eat the whole damn thing. Nobody says you have to drink. You know, drink the whole bottle. Look, take a sip of the weed. Take a puff. Take a small piece of the edible micro dosing is what we call it in the industry and and start really small and then see the positive effects from that that side and here's something people don't realize either cannabis until you ignite it cannabis is a superfood it's full of vitamins and minerals more so than most food out there and and plants out there it's not until it's decarboxylated and that's just a really fancy word for burning it or or heating it that's when it activates the TAC, and that's when you get the psychoactive effects. Not when you take the uh, suppository? <laughs> Not when you take the suppository. <laughs> and, and a lot of people, uh, there's something out there called Rick Simpson oil. It's a high TAC oil, and a lot of people do inject it in their rectum because you actually don't get the high because it doesn't process in your liver the same way going through your rectum. So yeah, there's a lot of science to it. A lot of people play with their butt out there and weeds. <laughs> people always like to stick stuff up their butt. Let's see what this does. You know, you always wonder about the first person, but, but ultimately, man, it's, it, it's really incredible. And we're just now starting to figure out what, how you take it and when you take it is very, you know, we're learning. It's, it don't take a whole lot. Start off small. You know, the worst thing I see people do with edibles is they eat one and say, oh, this is nothing. I feel nothing. And then they eat another one. And, and then it's too late. And yeah, 20 minutes later, they have to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah then it's too late. You got to ride it out. CBD. And here's something. Here's another fact for you. CBD oil and CBD actually counter affects the effects of THC. So if you ever have an edible and you feel like you're too far in the hole, as we call it, and need to get out, you can either crunch peppercorn, like the grinder peppercorn. There's a terpene in there that helps reverse the effects of THC. And CBD oil also helps reverse the effects of THC. So if you ever get to an uncomfortable place with an edible or too high, it's a good good thing to do. So Yeah, I heard that before, but that's a good reminder. That's good for people that like you know, start freaking out. You're trying to, or you're listening to this podcast right now, and you're like, I've always wanted to really try weed, but then, you know, have have some CBD nearby so you know you can kind of like come back down if it gets too intense. So and, see, and there's a new down here in the the legal market as we say in in North Carolina. There's a new compound, Delta Eight THC, Delta yeah. Nine. Tell THC. me more about that because yeah. I, I I've just now been hearing about it's, this Delta Eight. Yeah. So the, the the whole deal is federally, the government says we can't have anything legally in all 50 states that is above 0.3% THC, Delta 9 THC. Delta 9 is the one that we know that gets us nice and toasty and high. Okay, well, Delta 8, Delta 10, Delta 11 are also other THC compounds that will also get you high, but they're not the Delta 9 THC compounds. So it's a legal loophole that we're exploring, but ultimately it'll get you high. And, um, you know. So 
But it's legal because the government's making it? So it's legal because the government, when they legalized hemp, they just said the only thing they're going to regulate is Delta 9. They didn't realize there were other compounds in cannabis that can also get you high. Ah, oh, I see. It's a, it, basically, to change the law would literally take an act of Congress at this point because what happened is they, they defined hemp as the plant as a whole. It's parts and everything made from it. So they would literally have to put hemp back on the uh, controlled substance list to be able to enforce the Delta 8 issue they now have. I want to inform you, Mike, you are already helping one of our listeners. We have uh, Sarah Dixon who commented and said that she'll keep uh, the black peppercorn in mind next time that she says uh, uh, to lick something from the countertop, not knowing w- w- what it, <laughs> what is a weed butter. <laughs> Oops. And look, um, it, and that we get those stories a lot too. <laughs> like it, I kind of had that conversation earlier about children and things. Like, you know, the thing is, if your kids get a hold of these products or whatever, it's not going to kill them, but they're not going to be comfortable. They're going to be very confused. And ultimately, we don't like kids getting these products. But, and it happens with adults too. Sometimes, like a guy or a girl make an edible and their roommate comes in and thinks they're just going to snag a brownie. Next thing they know, they've been watching cartoons for six hours and don't know why. So it happens a lot, man. But, you know, the good news, if it happens to you, you're not going to die. To date, zero people have been killed directly from cannabis or an overdose. I've tried. Um, but we have zero. Every night. Yeah, every night. Yeah, but it'll make you very uncomfortable, but it will not kill you. Uh, actually, in uh, our so Chris, who you know, he's my co-host, uh, he's listening right now as well. And he has a kind of troll, but I, I wanted to bring it up because um, you're doing so well. You know, it's the first time I've seen you and I don't shit. It's been more than a decade. It's been, it's yeah. been a hot minute. And, yeah, man. Um, and, you know, we're, we're out here on the lake. You know, I've been to your, your new house. You just moved into a, a few months ago. You, you have this dream property you're breaking ground on with your your corporation out in virginia you have how many shops right now that uh, charlotte two CBD? brick and mortar retail stores and then a, a distribution company and then an online store as well so, so okay so chris's question or comment is like i he says i believe the dare officer that came into my fifth grade class the devil's lettuce is a gateway to a bad life you, you know it's it's funny man the dare officer is the reason my career in cannabis really launched because um they literally came to my school and burned cannabis in our in our classroom i don't know if they did this for y'all and they were like ultimately this was cannabis smells like and immediately i was like my mom's been lying to me like i was pissed you know but uh like immediately and then i really you know she had roaches running around in the ashtray and things i wasn't really even interested into until they did that and they told me all this effects and all this and i stole a couple of my mom's roaches and tried it and i was immediately pissed i was like they were lying this is great this is so good like i felt so good and honestly it's like I went back and forth with it, man, but the D.A.R.E. officers really sparked my whole interest in the thing, and uh, my mom, you know, we had this conversation shortly after that, and I was upset with her about it, but she kept it real with me. I was like, look, stay away from alcohol. My father was an alcoholic. He passed away when I was four months old, and she was like, cocaine does this, heroin does this. She kept it real. She was like, all of them lead to a bad place except cannabis, and she's always pushed that. So. Yeah. What I learned from the D.A.R.E. officer, which is really <laughs> interesting, I didn't learn anything about drugs. Right. I, what I learned is that drug dealers drive nice cars. <laughs> yeah. Because the, da- the, da- the Derek cars were always like these super nice cars. And you're like, why are these cop cars so nice? Which made me like, want to do it like, even more. It's like we took them from, the, we took them from drug dealers and we're like, 
drug dealers drive cars like this? Right, and I'm looking over at the cop car like, that sucks. And then, man, this car is cool. I definitely don't want to be a cop. But nah, man, it, it's crazy. And you know, it's funny, D.A.R.E. still exists. And I guess they've revamped it or redesigned it. Funny enough, we'll get off subject a little bit, but apparently it's now towards mental health. I don't know. This is kind of the story I was told. We donated some money even to them, but apparently they're getting away from the whole drug resistance education deal, the just say no thing. So, I mean, I, I like that. I mean, as far as like mental health is important, especially nowadays with the school system and everything that's going on. And so with it's, COVID a, it's, and a, so. it's the biggest epidemic I've seen beyond opioids. We get the biggest question we get is people coming to us with t- teens and they're 12 13 14 15 16 adolescents my my child has off the charts anxiety they're scared about getting bullied at school online cyberbullying, or ultimately the separation when there's their most social time of life and i hear and it's sad man i hear almost weekly of a child 13 14 years old taking their own life and, it, you know, we it's hard to even think about. And there's no warning. There's no whatever. And it really kind of gut checks you. If we, us as, as adults are having a hard time surviving this new way of life right now. I can only imagine what it's like for children in their senior year of high school or, you know, almost robbed of memories and everything else. But, yeah, man, mental health's a real issue. Isolation is taking its toll on people, man. And alarmingly so we've seen an uptick in business and many doctors and psychiatrists and things sending people to us to get people on these things to get the help because a lot of them couldn't make it to the doctors a lot of them couldn't make it in to see their therapist so um you know it it doesn't work for everybody it's not like a silver bullet i'm not sitting here like take this and it'll fix everything in your life everybody's different but i've seen great things happen with people with this plant that's awesome news. And if you're watching, if you're watching live, we officially have lost our live stream. But uh, oh, well. this has been a lot of fun, Mike, yeah, man. And I'm Thanks really glad that we, we got to do this. Hope I didn't babble on uh, too much, man. No, no, this was great. Seriously, cool. we, we'll do it again. Yeah, I have you on the uh, show too. Let's be blunt, where it's all cannabis, obviously. But uh, let's be blunt.org for anybody still listening or or whatever. Um, I, yeah, CrownTownCannabis.org. We're at CLTCBD.com. Uh, you know, all over, man. We're canalandva.com. The website's not up yet. We're getting all that ready. But uh, ultimately, you can find us. I'm Cannabis King South on Instagram, uh, Cannabis Crusader on Facebook. Uh, anything cannabis, man. Just shove it up your butt. It's my, it's my <laughs> motto, right? Nah. Yeah, that's, that, that's crazy. <laughs> the the uh, suppository. I right. learned something new today, and it was. Uh, very very heady it was a great conversation it was a great hangout it looks like um everything's Likewise. happening for a reason um we lost we lost our live stream there's a storm rolling in so we're gonna wrap this thing up so um i appreciate you mike yeah man and, thanks uh, for having me on omar best of luck thanks everybody for listening if you got any questions hit me up man and definitely have, like to have you on the show and have you up at Canada Land. yeah yeah 100 i'm gonna take you up on that 10-4 man